This is Mr. PTO. Welcome back to Echo Mel Radio, the media source for We the People of Main Street. Today's date is May 19th, 2020. So before we get started with today's episode, make sure that you follow the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, and Snapchat. Also hit me up in my email, echomeldradio at gmail.com. And to support the channel, you know how to do that by hitting the support button. Or you can do that through the cash app at dollar sign echomeldradio. Or just donate some likes to the channel and give your boy a five-star rating on whatever platform that you're listening to and make sure that you leave a comment so I can go ahead and see what it is that you're saying about these episodes that you have been hearing about as of late. So today's title of the podcast is going to be What's It Worth to You? Now, as you have probably known, there's been a debate, and I'm sure you've even had this in your own home, the debate of should we open Should we not open? That's been a topic of every government and probably most households worldwide. Now, here in the U.S., there's been almost, what, 40 million jobs have been lost in the last 10 weeks. And you probably have to almost assume that this is a lower number than what it actually is. It's probably closer to 45 or 50 million because you can just know some people aren't going to report anything to the government. They're not going to have the patience to even try and do anything with unemployment. They'll just say, ah, heck with it. I'll just go back to hustling and doing what I feel that I need to do to get this money and have the government leave me alone. And I don't blame those people that feel that way. Now, my opinion of this thing is the economy will have to just completely reopen pretty soon. Unless the government is going to provide the free rent, the free mortgage, and for utilities, this is the only way that people can truly withstand being in their homes. Now, it's funny how your bills manage to hit your mailbox on time, but you know what? You getting back to work in a timely manner or providing work for your community That's kind of, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe we can do it. Maybe just a few people here. It's always this kind of like skittish comments or skittish answers that you always get. But the definite thing that you're getting in your mailbox is that bill every week, depending on what you're getting, or for sure every month, those bills are coming in, coming in, coming in. There ain't no stopping it, don't seem like. Now, the one good thing is the government did show who is essential and who is not. And in my opinion, all jobs are essential, definitely if you are an entrepreneur. How you make a living, as long as you're doing it legally, should be fine. The market should be the judge of your business or career choice being deemed essential or non-essential. Not a government. Armchair quarterbacking, questioning timing and risk is always easy after 80,000 deaths. Interesting how things are or how we always get an answer of how things should have been done instead of having it the answer beforehand. But I guess like they always say, hindsight is 2020. Now, let me make this easy for you, Main Street. If you are scared, stay home. But if you're not, move around as you please. 
or allow the other people to live. Let me just put it that way. Not necessarily move around as you please, because as we know, there's a lot of quote unquote safety precautions that have been put into play to keep you from leaving your house, maybe at a certain time, on a certain day, whatever, depending on your particular government in your state. Something else that's been coming up is, you know, if you want to get out and work or just get out just to get out. This has now been a political issue now. Um, Now people are saying, well, oh, if you want to stay home, you must be left. Oh, if you want to get out and work and make your living like you once were, oh, you must be right. And then heaven forbid you left the mask before you left the house. And now you're just a filthy swine. But just two and a half months ago, I remember when I myself personally was wearing a mask to a store, people looked at me like, oh my gosh, let me guess your disease. So I find it weird how society has changed literally within two months of things that you might have gotten laughed at for doing. Now people will stop you in a store and say, where's your mask? Why don't you have a mask? When are you going to get a mask? And so on and so on. But even like I said, wearing a mask is now a political statement. Oh, if you're wearing a mask, you must be on the left. Oh, if you're not wearing a mask, you must be on the right. When all a mask is really to do is, is an attempt to protect yourself. Does it really work? Who knows? Initially, the government said, no, it doesn't work. Just leave it for the uh, first responders. But, oh, wait, yeah, yeah. Now you need to wear one whenever you leave. Come on, man. Whatever. Now's the time to assess your own situation. Can you truly lock yourself down in your house for another three months from today, financially or physically? A good portion of society didn't even exercise pre-pandemic. So now people are getting fatter, they're getting in worse shape, and now they actually have the perfect excuse to do those things. This in itself, to me, is what's going to hurt Main Street, the constant sitting. When you have no job or your business has now been bankrupt and now you're not active from going to work or looking for work or looking to invest, things are going to start to happen in a negative way that this virus itself wasn't going to do in the first place. But let Mr. PTO come back. Uh, I need to take a quick break and I'm going to holler at you good people in 60 seconds or less. All right, thank y'all for coming back. So like I was saying, like how people have now just really gotten out of shape and now you have collateral damage from this hiding from the the boogeyman, which I know who the boogeyman is, and not trying to get sick, but now you're getting sick from sitting, eating bad food, and doing nothing. Suicides are up in 2020. Also, domestic violence cases. So now you have to say, is it truly safer for people to be at home? 
if they're more likely to kill themselves because they can't get out or there's no work for them to go out and do and provide for their families. For those people that are in domestic violence situations where they can't get away from a spouse or a partner that whoops on them for just even being there. Now they're stuck 24 hours when they might have had at least a 8 to 12 hour break from that that spouse or partner. Now they're stuck with them. And now they're stuck with them with no money. And if they have children, now the children are at home stuck there all day and there's no break from the children. I don't know, man. I, I, I just don't. I don't think this is a good idea for people to be confined in one area. Just ain't smart. And as you're starting to see, some people starting to lose it. Then, like I was saying, I know in my city, there's a curfew that's out, but they haven't made that public. Now, some of you are probably like, wait, hold on. I ain't heard of anything about no curfew, Mr. PTO. Well, no. It's an unofficial curfew. It's a quasi-curfew. When you have stores that are closing two hours before their normal end time, to me, that's a curfew. I know one of my favorite burger joints usually closes around 9. They close at 7. One of my grocery stores that I go to on the regular normally close at midnight. It closes at 10. One of them that also closed at midnight is now closing at 8 o'clock. So, I'm sorry. When a lot of your businesses are Starbucks, Starbucks out here in my area didn't close until around 10.30 at night. Now it closes at 8.30. And it used to open up at 4.30 in the morning. Now it's opening up at 5.30 in the morning. So you see little things like this that they're not going to tell you Hey, you're under a curfew because, man, they know if they say curfew, people gonna start acting up, man. You know, your government's not dumb by any means. They're not stupid people. They know what they can say to you that'll uh, keep you. Yeah, you might huff and puff a little bit. You might cuss a little bit, but you're going to go back in the house and, and be nice and be good. You're going to stay in the corner and do what you're told. But if they tell you curfew, or if they tell you just flat out, no, people are going to have an issue with that. And then there's going to be some problems. So kudos to them for their quasi curfew that they've gotten away with that. Nobody has seemed to either paid attention to or don't care. I don't know whichever one it is, but that's what's going down in my area and probably in most areas of the country. This is actually now a defining moment, if you really think about it. This is kind of like a 9-11 2.0. Just the difference is it's not just a concentrated area. It's the whole nation. In my opinion, you should expect rolling national shutdowns. And definitely on a seasonal basis. But it almost looks like some states haven't even started to open up. And it's 90 degrees in those areas in some parts of the country. For those of you who have kept up with this channel, you may remember me saying heat will not kill this disease or 
um, pandemic or whatever it is that they want to call it. It will not kill this thing. Remember what I was telling you in Australia, people were still catching it and it was well over 100 degrees in March. Now, for those of you that know, they're not wintertime, it's summertime in Australia and people were still catching it out there. So this whole crap of heat will kill it, heat will kill it. If you believe in that, then you're still believing in the Easter Bunny. And I know any of you that are listening to this podcast are most likely too old to believe in the Easter Bunny. And sorry for the children that did believe in the Easter Bunny. Sorry, but eh, you have to find that out anyways at some point. Now, if your state has yet to attempt to open, you should expect to be closed down until... I'd say next year. Yeah, I'll go ahead and say it. You should be, you should expect to be closed down till this time next year. Because remember, wave two is coming. And we can't have you outside while the boogeyman walks his dog. We just can't have that, people. Come on now. So yeah, for those, I know there's at least two or three states that are saying, hey, we're not even open up until August. Man, if you live in those states, just know that you are not coming outside until about May of next year at best. And then by that time, we'll probably have wave three, four, five, six or whatever. By that time, which will be another reason why you cannot get outside and take care of your business. Like I said, you've got to be indoors before 10 p.m. Because the boogeyman needs the streets to himself. The way I'm starting to look at this is if you don't work or invest your money, you will end up homeless and hungry at this point. Because this is just how our system works. Hands down, you already know this. It doesn't really matter what's going on outside. At some point, you're going to have to say, you know what? Let me get my mask on, my gloves on. Let me make sure I shower twice a day. Let me take these supplements, whatever supplements that you're going to take. And then let me also make sure that I'm right spiritually and that I'm going to trust in a higher power that can get me through this particular day, hopefully COVID free. Because you're not going to be able to survive this thing at this rate. And just think that you're going to sit at home. So now it's you go out, get your money or you invest your money and feed your family or you could even get sick. But you know what? There is no guarantee that you'll get sick. And if you did get sick, there is no guarantee that you'll die. And then you have some of these protections that are coming up that some of you have started to report. The protections of keeping you in your home have now been lifted or will be lifted as early as June 1st for some of you. For those people that are in that situation, now you have to start to question risk versus reward. Now, yes, it's ugly for you, Main Street. It's ugly for all of us on Main Street. Some of you have never received your stimulus checks nor will you 
and some of you have not received your unemployment, nor will you. Another example of failure by your government, all these trillions of dollars being pumped into a system, but nothing for you or for your small business if you have one. Moral of the story is how can you trust the government right now when all you ask is for your rent or mortgage to be pushed back for six months? You're not asking for them to pay it. If they pay it, cool. If they don't, fine. You're just asking to, hey, I need a little time to breathe here because the world has came crashing in on me and I wasn't prepared for this situation. Then again, even if you were prepared for this situation, yeah, you're still feeling some type of um, hiccup in the system. I don't care if you had several million dollars put up or if you had a year's worth of food and supplies put up, you're still feeling the pinch of this. Now, for those of you that put up six months to a year in savings for your rent and utilities or your overall life stuff, then you're not necessarily hitting panic mode just yet because you may only be two to three months in the hole and you still have another three to six months of savings left. For those of you that have had food, which I've been preaching about on this channel, definitely for those of you that just went just wild with your tax returns and just stocked up on everything before the whole limitations kicked in, you are doing at least decent food-wise and supplies-wise now. You may be hurting a little bit on your money as far as paying your mortgages or rent, car notes, utility bills, things like that. But those may be a little bit easier to deal with because obviously this food situation is getting pretty critical depending on what part of the country that you're in. But, you know, Main Street, you've been saying, hey, I need my business. I need my small business open. It is essential to me and my family because me and my family, we eat and have a place to stay from the income from this business. My business takes care of me, my family, and my employees' families. Your survival is at stake at this point, Main Street. And all I can say is, what will you do to take care of your situation? It is obvious to me, and it should be obvious to you, that your government does not have your best interest at hand. Well, I'm done with this particular episode, Main Street, but I do want you to say, what's it worth to you? Are you really that scared to not go outside and make a living for your family, to take care of yourself, to take care of your neighbors, friends, uh, maybe old colleagues, church members? Are you really that scared of getting sick? Well, because you know what the guarantee is if you don't go out and get your money. They're going to put you out into the street with the boogeyman. Which then will leave you inevitably to get sick. You're going to get sick anyways. So, again, I'm not necessarily saying for you to go out there and go to work, look for work or invest or what. I'm not saying any of those things. I'm saying for you. You have to heat check your own situation. 
for those of you that were already prepared you have a little bit more option you may have three to six more months to ride this thing out and say hmm let me see what happens but for the rest of us on main street what are you gonna do some of you have already burnt through your savings you might have had a month or two worth of savings which is great because it got you to this point but now your government says i can't help you on unemployment but yet they're getting bills and stuff passed into laws to give the states money to give your business money but then they say that your business is not essential they say that your employer is not essential but they essentially want your tax revenue and they're going to get your tax revenue some kind of way shape or form that's what you should be asking main street if my job is not essential then why why is taxes why are taxes essential if i cannot get the money that i have put into the system to give me something to eat for the next month or two or to pay my lights water and gas or to pay my rent your taxes have went into this system yet there's no money for that Mm. these are things maybe you should be asking your local politicians or not asking but demanding of your politicians where is my money Cause you're not giving it to me and i know you're still eating the steak every day while i at best may be eating tuna that's what you should be asking if you even have that main street some of you don't even have that so i'm gonna leave you with that what are you gonna do are you gonna stay cooped up in the house are you gonna go ahead and get your your hustle on what are you going to do? Yeah, leave that in the comments. Let me know what it is that you're going to do or, or email me at Echo Mel Radio because I'm interested in finding out what it is that the people are doing in this particular time in life where we don't know what's going to happen the next day. Have a good night, my people. I'll holler at y'all later. Peace.